This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, joining me now for a discussion about things money is Andrew Henderson. Andrew Henderson, you'll know him as uh, the manager of the Dunedin Budget Advisory Service. He's also part of uh, a local group, uh, Lending Matters, uh, concerned at getting good advice out there about money management. Morena, good to have you with us, Andrew. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Jeff. It's Money Week uh, in terms of, uh, well, there's a great campaign through the Sorted website, and I don't know, listeners, if you've ever checked this website out, but it's really, really worth having a look at for all sorts of reasons around your money management, including planning for your future and your retirement and all sorts of things, sorted.org.nz. So take a look at that and some of the things that Andrew and I will talk about now you can find out more about on that website. Um, Money Week and Lending Matters. Well, let's talk about Lending Matters for a start. Uh, Who are Lending Matters, Andrew? Uh, So Lending Matters is a group that was set up in Dunedin in 2015. Uh, We have the aim of, like you say, our mission is to ensure that all financial credit provided in Dunedin is offered, accepted and managed responsibly. So that's uh, from all sides. So whether it's offered by the lender, accepted by the borrower, everybody knows what they're doing, everyone's, uh, I guess, entering into a, a, acting in good faith with each other, and then after the money's been lent, that the contract is managed responsibly. And so in relation to Money Week, uh, Lending Matters have a particular interest in making sure people understand what they're getting themselves into around credit with money. Yes, uh, so we just thought this was a good opportunity to come and meet the likes of yourself and get the the word out there. So Money Week is about encouraging conversations around money and helping to demystify key money topics. You mentioned uh, lending money, and you and I have had discussions about this in the past too, Andrew. We have. There yes. seems uh, to, to me that there seems to be a new provider on the scene you know, every few months, new options. Yes. One I haven't heard about uh, is um, the afterpay process and uh, those that are involved in that. Tell us tell us about that. Uh, so that's it's quite a, a new phenomenon in New Zealand. Uh, so... In in our sector, we refer to it as buy now, pay later. So it's a little bit like um, when you used to put things on lay-by, so at the the department store, and you would pay it off and then have the goods. But the way buy now, pay later works is you enter into an arrangement with a buy now, pay later provider, and... Typically, you pay the goods off over four to six pay cycles, but you can take the goods away immediately. So after pay pays the retailer, the retailer passes the goods on to you, your responsibility is in between yourself and after pay about making sure you meet those payments. Correct. And on, on paper, it all looks fabulous. It, um, so they don't charge interest. I think there may be a small application fee. But what we are increasingly concerned about is we are seeing consumers with multiple buy now, pay later contracts. So once once a, a person enters into, I guess, that cycle and they are obliged to start paying the goods off, that often means they don't have enough money to pay for other things. So then they need to resort to 
more well, additional buy now pay later contracts just so that they can continue to do the things they need to do. So initially it's really attractive because of the no interest thing, but I don't imagine the no interest thing remains once you start to get into default. So once you get into trouble, they do start to have uh, default fees. So there's two ways that can work. You can either default and get charged a fee, or you can make an arrangement with the, um, the provider. So you can say, look, I can't afford the payment this pay, can I defer it for a week? Uh, which does come at a cost, so maybe five, ten dollars. Interestingly, I um, heard last week actually. So there's a uh, one one of the big providers is called Layby, and they actually earned fourteen million dollars in the last financial year from default fees, which is nearly half of their annual profit, which tells me there's actually quite a lot of people defaulting. So the system that looks good on paper, maybe there are some catches in there. And let's be honest about this. These businesses set themselves up knowing that the the stats are telling them that, that X amount of their clients are going to get into default, and this is where they primarily will make their profits from. Well, on paper, what they say is that they will make their profits from the retailers. So they actually charge the retailers a fee for providing that service, service not the consumer. But we see and we know that consumers are also paying. And that is why um, this issue has come to the attention of the um, consumer minister, Commerce Minister, sorry, David Clark, who's our uh, local, one of our local MPs down here. So he's um, actually looking quite closely at um, the way these contracts work. They currently don't fall inside the Credit Contracts and Consumer Finance Act because they don't charge interest, which means that the lender, the, the buy now, pay later provider, doesn't have to do an affordability assessment prior to the person entering into the arrangement, which we think is a problem. Mm. Um, so we are very pleased that uh, David Clark is looking at the problem, and we are hopeful that the um, buy now pay later could be included through regulation into the credit contracts and consumer finance act and what protection does that provide so the main thing we would like to see is the requirement for an affordability assessment so before someone signs up to one of these schemes or perhaps multiple schemes that the person providing the credit has checked that the borrower is able to afford the repayments without causing hardship. Yeah, okay. So when there is that process, does that then place an obligation on the potential lender to to make sure that they don't lend in, in inappropriate circumstances? Correct. And what, what then for would be the consequences of that for them? So over the last couple of years, there's been amendments to the Credit Contracts and Consumer Finance Act, and some of those amendments have included the likes of um, increased enforcement ability for the Commerce Commission, uh, more obligations placed on directors and senior managers of uh, credit-providing companies, 
we're quite excited because in October the latest round of amendments is coming into force and one of uh, the key ones we're interested in in that space is that lenders must keep records of the affordability assessment that they've carried out on a borrower and they must also make that assessment available to the borrower on request or um, representatives of the borrower which would be the likes of um, my organisation. Yeah. Yeah. There's an obligation too, isn't there, on the individual who's seeking this credit to fully disclose their circumstances, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, do we find that people are reluctant to do that in the interests of securing that loan or securing that item? So along with responsible lending, there is also responsible borrowing. And unfortunately, I guess when people get put into a, a difficult situation or put into a corner, they may... Um, not disclose everything or or bend the truth, shall we say, uh, to or in the hope that they'll get the credit that they're after. Um, another one of the new uh, amendments coming in October this year is that the lender is no longer able to rely on just what the borrower has provided them. So I could, I guess. So they actually need to dig a little deeper. That's as of October this year. So there are records elsewhere that, that so I guess can be that's searched. Doing a credit check, mm. looking at bank statements, perhaps maybe doing a um, checking the security register. Those type of questions. Andrew, it seems that you know we grow up in a in a in a climate in a society that that accepts credit and debt as a normal part of Increasingly life. Increasingly, so yes. Um, you know, mortgages are an example of that. One of the one of the largest, and, and that's a common. It's, we don't judge people for for borrowing no. money to secure a home. Large quantities of money too. Huge now. quantities. <laughs> um, but. Um, so, you know, what is your general advice about the approach to take to credit? Um, so I guess when you're looking at the likes of a house, and it's not always true, but that's something you would say is probably you're buying a um, an asset that is going to enhance your life, is something you absolutely can't afford to pay for outright, and hopefully it may be something that's going to increase in value uh, similar to maybe a motor vehicle you can't buy it outright but it is something that's important to living day to day when you get into the likes of uh, credit for things we would call wants or nice to have things and it's it's not so essential but often that's the way people purchase these types of goods now, and that's where problems can arise. Mm. Mm. And it's always good to take uh, good advice and not be shy to do so. There are a number of organisations that can can offer that, right? Correct. Um, I will make a wee shout-out to the other members of Lending Matters. Uh, So we have the Moray Foundation Trust who provide 
interest-free loans in Dunedin, Tahora Whanau Services, Chesmont Finance, who are actually a um, credit provider, but we're very pleased to have them on board, Presbyterian Support Otago, Salvation Army Dunedin, Oasis Dunedin, Christians Against Poverty, Cozy Homes, Dunedin Curtain Bank and the St Francis of Assisi Trust. And all of those organisations provide all sorts of different supports for people in our community in all sorts of wonderful ways. Cool. You and I have only touched on one aspect of money management this morning. Um, yeah. There are some um, a whole host of other great tips and answers to your common questions around money on the Sorted website. Yes. In this money week, it's a good idea to take a look at it, no matter where you are with your money. Sorted org.nz you can find the links to the discussion uh, that we've had this morning around afterpay and uh, more information around that but many other questions answered too uh, Andrew Henderson uh, from the uh, collective group Lending Matters and of course manager here at Dunedin Budget Advisory Service thanks so much for joining us on the awesome morning show thanks for having me this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air